my friend Carl and I, when we were kids, there's this other kid that came over to play with us. You know, like when your mom's forced you to yeah. like play with a kid yeah. <laughs> that you don't really know that yeah. well. Yeah, sure. And, uh, and so we had this kid that we didn't know very well and he was like really a strange child. And he goes, you guys want to hear something I came up with? <laughs> and this was probably around 1985. Yeah. And he goes, refrigerator Perry, yum, 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 chomp, chomp, chomp. And that was it. <laughs> that's it. What'd you guys say? Did you say that's good like, or what did you say? Yeah. All right, man. Great job. <laughs> good. Good work, buddy. Isis, are you recording this? Refrigerator Perry. A yum, yum, yum. A chomp, chomp, chomp. Um, so that's a little snippet. Start you out with a snippet from another one of our podcasts from the One Star Podcast Network, Doug Stories. Really just incredible <laughs> stories like that. Real. Just Doug telling personal stories yeah. from his life. I'm a real rock on tour. Is that each, what they're called? Each two hour show is one story. One story told <laughs> over and over because yeah. even like a really interesting story that happened to me, I will tell it in about 20 seconds because I'm terrible <laughs> at telling stories. That one was pretty good though. That one has a catchphrase and everything. <laughs> yeah. That's a good story and it's a catchphrase. Refrigerator Perry, yum, 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 chomp, chomp, chomp. You got Tosspussage, Tosspussage, review it all you want, star reviewers. Pip and Doug are Scott and Jeff. What happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Tosspussage, Tosspussage, the one star podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best. Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews. We're reading one star reviews. How'd the new theme song? That was a Die Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. Uh, shall we start do a, do a podcast? Uh, the know, CDC has finally said that it's uh, safe to podcast again. Did you read about that, Dr. Fauci? But we are wearing masks. Yeah, we're wearing yeah. masks, but we're doing this podcast from the same place and each podcast we check each other's vaccination records <laughs> yeah you checked mine first which i thought was a little weird yeah I, and then i checked my own i won't let kip see mine <laughs> for whatever okay reason. uh welcome to the one star podcast boom this is it it's the one star podcast without scott and jeff they're no not scott here. and jeff anywhere around here yeah anymore I looked high and low. I looked yeah. under the floorboards of my basement, and yeah. they are not there. And they are just to, to once again reiterate: Scott and Jeff are not dead. No. They're out there somewhere. They're probably in hiding. I would, um, uh, I would check. I haven't done this myself, but I would check the podcasts world. Oh. Ooh. They've probably Ooh. started a new podcast. That's possible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they were so good at it, like way, way better than <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah. And uh, so it only seems natural that they would start up another one. Yeah, so stop going back and listening to our old podcast to try to find clues about where they are. Yeah. And start listening to Scott and Jeff's new podcast, wherever they are and whatever they're doing and whatever it's called. For, for all we know, um, Scott and or Jeff could be behind Serial. Mm-hmm. What's mm -hmm. what's the woman's name behind cereal? Uh, uh, Do you know they have a new one? It's like about a oh a yeah Trojan horse or something. Right, right, right. But you know this. Uh, uh, thanks for tuning in. This is the podcast where we talk about other podcasts. Sarah Koenig. Sarah Koenig. Yeah. And who's uh, on the show later today? Yeah. She's going to be stopping by to talk about the new cereal. 
uh, Trojan horse situation. S- stick around. She'll be on after the show is over. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you subscribe to that one as well. Uh, you know, Doug, it's so it's nice to be back. It's been a little while since the last episode. Yeah, it's I been, know. It's uh, been seven. No, I'm sorry. Eight years. Eight. <laughs> eight long years. Yeah. Eight long years. Thanks, I'm listeners. A, I'm uh, now in my late 50s, Doug. sticking around. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. For all these years, I'm waiting for this episode to finally come out. It was promised. It was like that Guns N' Roses. Remember? They were going to reunite. Oh, yeah. They, for, sure. they teased it for years, and everybody thought, oh, this is going to be it. This is yeah. going to do the whatever the Chinese spaghetti incident or whatever their album was. That they were right. Doing. It's sort of like um, people clamoring for another season of uh, what's that show? Uh, uh, Wayward Pines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's like season that, three of Wayward there's, Pines. There's a funny thing where, like, you know how people. Sometimes if enough people get together and complain that a show's off, they'll like bring it back or make right. a movie like they did with uh, what was the um, Veronica Mars or whatever. But when there's only one person clamoring yeah. for a show to come back, which is me and Wayward Pines, it doesn't work. I think that would be <laughs> a, a good uh, thing to hor- order Russian bots for is like when your oh, show gets yeah, canceled. Yeah. Yeah. You like hire a Russian bot farm. Where do you order them from? To, how? <laughs> wow. To uh, to just spam Twitter with bring back this show. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, all the shows we worked on. But it's always canceled. like, yeah, bring back Jericho. <laughs> yeah. You know that yeah. show, Jericho. Yeah, they all like Jericho. They love Jericho. Now they like this one with the guy that's the devil that runs a nightclub. Lucifer. They yeah. brought that back on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, they love Lucifer. And Manifest. In the, and Tosquisage. And Tosquisage. So we were finally, done with this show. Yeah, but finally we've, they begged us to and come back. And then our social media director wrote a very nice tweet, and we oh, decided yeah. to do the show again. Yeah. yeah, so we are back, and we are still the number one podcast in the central Washington area. That's right. We are a local podcast. That's right. Covering yeah. the entire Columbia Basin. We are meant to represent from the, the, it's a, the, the, log, the slogan is from Yakima to the Tri-Cities. We're bringing you the shitties. You know, <laughs> people yeah. saying shitty things, right? Right. Stuff yeah, that's shitty. true. Yeah. yeah, it works. Um, it's the uh, podcast people love to hate and hate to love. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they <laughs> hate loving it. They don't want to love it, and, no, they, and no. so they don't. They listen, and they, they love it, and then they're like, ah, oh, I hate myself. Thanks for t- anyway, thanks for taking you some time away from you recording your podcast to listen to our podcast. Hey, Doug, we're, this is the podcast where we break down the worst reviews on the internet. Okay, let's do it. That's right. Uh, we've got our guest today is uh, actually a super fan of the program, Doug. Mm. Yeah, he's, uh, he's listened to every episode. Mm-hmm. Some more than once. Mm-hmm. Too, to me. He's, he's always bringing up ideas for the show and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here he is, Doug Perkins. Well, yeah, I have us. to. I, yeah, I got Super ideas. fan, Doug Perkins. All right, Doug. This first segment is called What You Got. Okay. This is where we tell each other what we got as far as reviews go. And this is the main event. Okay, we got it. Here okay. we go. All right. I'm going to launch into this. We got some <laughs> more reviews of uh, fast food here in Los Angeles. and Because you should always review your fast food experience. Well, it's not my experience necessarily. I have been to all of these restaurants, though. 
Okay. I've been to the Burger King under the underpass on Glendale yeah. Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been to this Carl's Jr. on Wilshire and Normandy. It's yeah. it's uh, yeah. probably I can picture this one. Probably mm, in the bottom, you know, ninety nine percent of. Uh, wait, is that how it works? It's in the very bottom of Carl's the Jr. Bottom ninety nine percent. It's in the bottom. Not number one hundred. The bottom one percent <laughs> yeah. of uh, Carl's Jr.'s in the nation. There was that one across from the Amoeba on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. Right. Yeah. That's a was that's a real, a jack in the box. Oh yeah, that yeah, was a yeah, bad yeah. one. Though. Yeah. yeah, that's still there. Still there. Uh, Amoeba no longer there. That jack in the box that was <laughs> like terrible. Yeah. Still there. Amoeba oh, just awesome. moved though. But um, here's uh, Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. on Wilshire Boulevard. Okay. This person gives it four stars. Casey okay. Wood. But then, oh no, sorry. Carl's Jr. overall gets four stars. Over of, wait, what? Out of five. For what? Where? Well, this is part of the the thing. Four I, stars. I'm revealing here today on the show <laughs> that's going to shake the foundations of this country. Okay. Is that okay? So it gets four stars on Google. On Yelp, it gets like one and a half. So it yeah. So so I think people are spamming the Google, like uh, with good reviews. Because there's not as many reviews, and maybe they're not like stopping them as much. No, there's more reviews than the Yelp. Huh. But this person gives it one star and says, "Too much sauce." Luckily for you, I was far away before I realized it. <laughs> Hope you're happy. So this guy, if he wasn't so far away, was going to go in there and just kick some ass <laughs> at Carl's Jr. Or do something to them with the sauce. Hope the you're happy. <laughs> yeah, I really got that guy with got too him. much sauce. Got him. Most people ask for extra sauce. This guy, the opposite. You can usually take some sauce off, you know, if it's that <laughs> abundant. Yeah. Well, he didn't even say what he ordered. No, <laughs> I, mean, I, can't, I don't even know what kind of he sauce just ordered. To he just ordered a little sauce, and they gave him too much. <laughs> yeah, uh, a way to paint a picture, buddy, with your review. Chandra Venning, another local guide, gives Carl's Jr. four stars Did and we says, "Say what a local guide is again." A local guide is just someone who's reviewed enough places in the surrounding like area. I okay, think. okay. So they and then they probably go out and try to guide people around the city now. Yeah, they get hired by Google to take people around on little tours. Um, And she says, I'm not a big fan of Carl's Jr., but when I am in a rush with no time to spare, I will stop in. The food is satisfying, Mm -hmm. and customer service is excellent. Oh, wow. I'm I'm big on customer service, and they are winners, in my opinion. That's nice. One star. (laughs) Wait, what? Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. She it? starts out with, I'm not a big fan of Carl's Jr., but then goes on to describe how great of a All restaurant positive, it is. Three positive bullet points. Yeah. The food is satisfying <laughs> and customer service is excellent. Oh, it's like you didn't scroll. Did you like go try to hit the more for the but? <laughs> you know, when you read this. Yeah, yeah. But, but what? Yeah, no, nothing uh, happened. One star. They are winners, in my opinion. <laughs> And the manager responded to a lot of these reviews, but not to this one. Usually they'll respond to ones like this and say, I think you may have got your rating wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You should search those out. There, yeah, there usually is somebody that says that to them, right? I think if you really liked it, then you should uh, look back at sort of how the stars work again and then maybe do your <laughs> review again. And, you know. 
the uh so a thing in europe when you travel to europe is you have to like pay to use restrooms at places ah, okay you have to pay like okay. a euro yeah. or whatever to use a restroom, but that's not a thing in America. Right. Except at this Carl's Jr. <laughs> where you have to pay a quarter. Really? Yeah. No restroom for paying customers. Only if you have a quarter on you. A complete disgrace. Uh, yeah. It's worth it. I yeah. Think. A quarter. <laughs> I think I'd pay so. a quarter. Okay. And so here is where well, I'll save this. I'll save this for the uh for the end. Now we move over to Jack in the Box on Glendale Avenue, where I've also I, I've been here <laughs> okay. a number of Inside times. Inside or just drive through? I've done both. Okay. Yeah. All right. And this person ordered, and this one also, eight hundred forty-five reviews gets four stars. Huh. Very odd. On huh. Yelp, it gets it's two, barely two. Hmm. And Samuel Aguilar, not a guide says, I bit into my sriracha burger thinking, oh, well, I'll give the crew slack. They probably ran out of buns. Nope. I bit into the burger to find cheese and curly fries wrapped in lettuce. How embarrassing for my driver to receive a tip to ensure proper service, and he gets handed this. I paid $18 for this? Thanks for disrespecting me after a hard day of work, just like you guys. Just like you guys. I'm sure you don't have it easy, but I'm sure there could have been a way to avoid this. I would like an apology and a refund. The main item on the box is the one you ruin. Amazing. He ordered a sriracha burger, oh, that's right. but I love the thing they gave him. Cheese, curly, <laughs> curly good. fries, and cheese wrapped in lettuce <laughs> does sound kind of good. It does. It's uh, <laughs> it's an off-menu item. It's almost as if like they, they somebody did order that and they gave it to the wrong person. Like some. It must be because I mean you would have would to be get, a genius to even think about it. Yeah, how would you even get that <laughs> specific thing on accident? That's impossible. Somebody had to have ordered that exact thing. Because it sounds like something a vegetarian would order at a fast food restaurant is the curly fries and cheese sauce inside a lettuce wrap. You know what I mean? Which is God, delicious. that sounds so good. It's, are you thinking like almost like a cone or like a like a su- like a hand roll sushi hand roll? Well, I'm I'm just picturing it like the In and Out Burger. Oh yeah, yeah, protein yeah, style, yeah. but yeah. like yeah, he yeah he this person clearly ordered through like uh, Uber Eats. Or yeah, something. Yeah, so he was like, imagine the tip. What's the tip situation he talks about? Imagine giving a tip to a guy who oh. thinks he delivered this on purpose. How embarrassing for my driver. To receive a tip <laughs> to ensure proper service, and he gets handed this. Well, I don't understand that at all. How no. embarrassing for the driver? It doesn't really make sense. <laughs> yeah, he, he's trying to put himself in the state of mind of his driver <laughs> who picked up this order. Oh, man. Can you believe you? they made a guy carry this? <laughs> this is another one of those center of the universe guys. Yeah. Uh, the world revolves around you, buddy. Here's Angelina Ryder who gives this three stars and says, I like it because dinner is always empty. Food is whatever. Today they had the heater on and it was super hot inside, but employees <laughs> are super friendly and service was nice. That's like exactly three stars. That's like the yeah. perfect three star review. I like food is what food is whatever. <laughs> three stars. Yeah. And here's. Lily Corona, who 
says this about Jack in the Box. Mm -hmm. Five stars. Okay. Best tacos and burritos. All their food is amazing and at a good price. (laughs) Best tacos and burritos. Famous for the tacos and burritos. The best. This is is a Jack in the Box in Los Angeles. No, no. The best. The best Mexican food in L.A., jack-in-the-box, tacos, and burritos. Okay, and then the uh, this guy gave it five stars, Paul Parker. Always a good experience at the jack-in-the-box. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. Javon <laughs> uh, Steele, uh-huh. five stars. I had a great time at this restaurant. We liked the awesome ambience, oh, yeah. ambience and the food. The staff were super attentive. I'm happy we eventually managed to eat here. <laughs> what does that mean? They've been trying for so long. It's hard to get in been trying, to that jack been in the box. for five years to eat at this jack in the box. <laughs> uh, and then five, this one doesn't make any sense, but they gave it five stars. Um, Vega says, this place won't sell no more jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, I, yeah, I don't think you can go to the, uh, the, the fast food drive through and ask for grocery items that they might have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they have milk back there somewhere, but you can't order <laughs> right. a whole, uh, I know you got a, I know you got a gallon of milk back there. I can see it. <laughs> but they should do that. Right. There's there should be yeah. drive-through grocery yeah, stores. They're, they're kind of rare, but when you find one, they're pretty Oh, awesome. that's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here's a review from Dave S., and this gets into a little bit of the conspiracy oh, here on okay. Google Reviews. Right. Okay. He gives it five stars and says, Usual fast food joint, quick in and out. Hardly if ever got an order wrong or the food wasn't good. Well, it's fast food, so it's ever good never good but better than the mcdonald's up the way Hmm. okay okay and then here's uh, another guy named steam pro Hmm. who says five stars usual fast food joint quick in and out Hmm. hardly if ever got an order wrong or the food wasn't good well it's fast food so it's never good but better than the mcdonald's up the way same uh, kind of mistake punctuation type of mistake yeah in both reviews, so they're the exact same, right? They're the exact same review. And they're cut and pasted, or somebody like, what do you think? They must be cut and pasted, and they just, like, there's, you can buy reviews from, like, a place that says, yeah, well. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, uh, may not juice be your in, reviews. May not be in America. Right. Mm. Oh, so, the the last show we did back in 2012. Yeah. Um. I read a review of Burger King, and there is a five-star review from this guy, Leon Espinosa. Let me read that one. Okay. And he, Five stars. He says, this place is my first choice restaurant. <laughs> yeah, not something somebody says. Of all restaurants, I know I favor it most. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I never miss an opportunity. He knows that he likes it the best. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I never miss an opportunity to go to this restaurant. <laughs> when I want to go to a special luncheon, this place comes first to my mind. Superb. And all sorts of food and a large menu. Great staff members and pleasant spirit. Also important, the bill is affordable. <laughs> I tell about this spot with no doubt. <laughs> uh, Laying it on thick. Yeah, if I was at an ad agency, 
I would just have uh, you know some famous actor read this <laughs> review and then at the end just say Burger King. I tell about this spot with no doubt. Okay, and that so, would be great. And so here is here is a review <laughs> for the Carl's Jr. again. Yeah. And this is from a guy named Nicholas Flynn, and he gives it five stars and says, this restaurant is my preferable site. Wait. Which is not quite. The guy sitting next to him in the cubicle, right? Of the review <laughs> mail. Yeah. yeah, what are you writing? <laughs> what are you writing about? What are you doing? You're doing Burger King over there? What did you say? Uh, no doubt? Okay. What and then I? the second sentence is exactly the same. <laughs> okay. Of all restaurants I know, I favor it most. I always suggest to my friends to go to this restaurant <laughs> every time I want to go to a superb dinner. <laughs> this restaurant comes immediately to my head. So instead of a special luncheon, he says superb dinner, which is just like a it's Mad Lib. Got, it's got to be a review farm, man. It's yeah, it's be a review like, farm. Like uh, what, uh, what are the boiler room? <laughs> like the movie Boiler Room. Yeah. And it's just, but people just write reviews, you know, kind of like. But I like to think that uh, somebody rushes in every now and then and like, I got all the Burger King for everyone. <laughs> so just eat it and review it. <laughs> and then, and then uh, pick between the pre-approved sentences that we've got. Put yeah. them in any order you want. <laughs> just make sure to use them all. And he goes on, extremely good and diverse food and a large list of dishes. Dishes. <laughs> Great team and nice atmosphere. Also important, the price is modest. I suggest this restaurant with great pleasure. <laughs> what the other guys, so these are how like... How did the other guy suggest the restaurant, though? With I no tell, doubt? I tell about this spot with no doubt. <laughs> so, like, referring to a place as a spot is a very, like, American... Like, you have to know English yeah, pretty yeah. well to, to get that, I think. <laughs> but it's very... Yeah, these are very, very strange where these... <laughs> emanated from <laughs> I could work at one of those places but uh, I've I've uh, contacted my local congress oh, okay. person Adam yeah. Schiff sure yeah. and um, he hasn't sure. gotten back to me I, I've called him a couple hundred times and told him about this Leon Espinoza and Nicholas Flynn I've also contacted the police obviously and uh, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. You know, it, this is uh, my big shot, my Woodward and Bernstein. You are going to rid the world of fake reviews as your. Yeah, that is my goal in life. Yeah. And you want, yeah. and you want, um, or you want I, the, the governor to help you. Yeah, I want, yeah, I want the, well, it's, yeah, the government's job. This is fraud. <laughs> I, I went to this Burger King for a special luncheon after reading this review. Yeah. And it was shitty. <laughs> and, you know, and then I read this other review. I'm like, huh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. I do want a superb dinner. Yeah, so I'm going to try it again. Yeah, I'm going to try back. Carl's Jr. <laughs> yeah. now for a superb dinner. Yeah. And? And, oh, yeah, way too much sauce. <laughs> so I don't you know. You would not have wanted me to be any closer to the restaurant when I saw this yeah. extra sauce. So I'm going to keep digging around the fast food joints, uh, the reviews on Google reviews to see if I could get some more. Cause I like, like in all honesty, I like this style of reviewing and I hope it is <laughs> just a guy who has different monikers, oh, yeah. you know, cause he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to be recognized when he goes into <laughs> fast food restaurants. So he's got a bunch of different avatars. Yeah. 
Yep. And uh, he goes some places. We see where he's gone for lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I got to look at some breakfast spots, <laughs> you know, a Denny's or a uh, m- maybe McDonald's for breakfast. Uh, you should try not get too close, though, Doug. Yeah, I know. Don't get too close. The fast food industry is very powerful. Right. Yeah. You're dastardly. You could go the way of Scott and Jeff. Right. And disappear forever. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that's what happened. Maybe they were, yeah, doing some. That's probably what happened. Reading some review, one star. That must have been it. It it definitely wasn't us. It was something like that. Yeah, it was definitely something like that. They uncovered a a review conspiracy. Yeah, of all the fake reviews. They were going to take down all the fake reviews Hmm. on the whole internet. Hmm. Okay, I'll be. And that would take take away one hundred percent of the positive review uh, reviews. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be careful. I'll uh, I'll buy a gun this week. Okay, good. Yeah, podcasting knife still, right? Uh, Yeah, I'll take my podcasting knife with me, um, and my I'll now have a gun that I take into all fast food restaurants. (laughs) Uh, All right, so that's. what I got, uh, Kip, what you got? I, I don't, I, that, that was more than enough, I think, for this main segment. I think All right. we could probably just take a break at this point. I'm Let's exhausted, do it. Doug. Let's uh, cue up that old break music. Okay. DJ? to the top give me a break i'm looking forward get behind me pull out every stop i want a happy ending i'm tired of pretending won't let them get the best of me whoa 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 give me a break We are back from the break. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed the break. Incredible break. Nailed it. I thought it was a good one, man. Uh, Doug just took us through a uh, massive worldwide conspiracy of the fast food industry and the validity of the reviews on the Google and Yelp. Uh-huh. That's ex- exactly right. A lot of questionable stuff going on here. Uh, we're getting to the bottom of it. Yeah. Uh, unless uh, an attempt is made on our lives or something, I'd probably step back if they cut my, somebody cut my brakes. Or well, something. since reporting on this in the first segment of yeah. this episode, yeah. I've noticed we're being followed. Oh, no. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll just, uh, this next episode will be very lighthearted. We won't even yeah. get into that fast food stuff. No, so you could stop following us, sir. We love fast food. You and the gray Buick. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, this uh, this half of the podcast uh, is now we are now we've relocated to Doug's car. <laughs> That's right from the road because uh, we uh, are in trouble and on the run from the fast food people. <laughs> yeah, there's for as many lobbyists they have, they have the same number of hitmen. <laughs> uh, Doug, do you have any toss passage news for us? I, I do. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, as you know, 
Uh -huh. Our listeners don't. This will be a surprise okay. for the listeners. Oh, okay. a big juicy gossip here. I went to uh, Belgium and France for for a week to yeah. visit a, my friend Steve and his husband Andrew, yeah. and we went to to Paris. Woo! Yeah, world traveler. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I went over there to market the podcast, obviously, sure. just to tell. Yeah. You know, people say uh, that you know people in France are a little. Uh, Kurt. Yeah. You know, how, how are the it, reviews over there? Are they all one star you know? no matter what? And I asked, you know, yeah. hundreds of people what they thought of Tospassage uh -huh. and uh, they commended me on, um, you know, tr I said it and tried to say it in sure. French uh -huh. and they, they thought that was very nice. And I asked them about Tospassage mm -hmm. and they, they really seemed to, uh, to like it in their own French way. You uh -huh. know, they didn't come out and say anything ab about it, but, right. uh, they enjoyed it. And then I was at the Louvre, you know, mm -hmm. the, the famous yeah. museum. It's got lots of, lots of paintings. Mm -hmm. Some of the most famous paintings. Some of the most paintings yeah. <laughs> yes. ever. Uh -huh. <laughs> and they offer you, uh, when you go in, one of these audio tours that you could sort of... Mm -hmm. You have your phone and you scan a QR code and it like Talk tells you about the painting. Tells you yeah. about the painting. Yeah. But I thought... I thought I'd get a little more out of the, uh, out of, out of the tour, out of looking at these mm -hmm. paintings. If I was listening to one of our podcasts, oh yeah, yeah, of course. While looking, yeah. uh, looking at the Mona Lisa, <laughs> how'd it match up? It was beautiful. Yeah. Like uh, I, I picked an episode, luckily, just sort of like at random, uh -huh. and uh, we were talking about uh, soap. Mm -hmm. and uh, men's underwear and it just fit perfectly <laughs> with uh walking around and looking at some of the most revered art <laughs> in the history of the world so i recommend that to anyone going to the louvre and i've called the louvre and asked to make our podcast available yeah one of the set they have because they have a bunch of different headsets back there you put on right? yeah and just like maybe maybe i could go in there next time sneak in there yeah. and uh i don't know what security's like but Sneak in there and just put up a few QR codes that go directly, you know, put one below the Mona Lisa yeah. and it goes directly to our <laughs> podcast. Yeah, random episode. Yeah, random episode. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, they all fit. Yeah, yeah, they all fit. <laughs> which one you're listening to. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's, my, that's my news. That's good, dude. That's some good news. I like that. What, so uh, the French people. Yeah. Did they seem like they were? Uh, they did they? Do you think they like the one star podcast because they don't? They don't give only one star reviews to any everything. Are they like? Oh right, like, yeah. Kind of like very perfect, like uh, they high standards, right? Right, they have high standards. Yeah, they gave so, me a one star review often. So that's a I compliment feel. there. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that's a compliment. Uh, what kind of news you got? You know, I was a. I've got a one star take. Oh, one star, one star take. takes for this you. is our segment. Tosswasage takes. Yeah, where we uh, <laughs> wildly off the mark takes on current events. All right, shoot. Uh, number one, have you been watching the Chinese Olympics? Well, they're the World Olympics. The Olympics in China. <laughs> the Olympics in China. Yeah, I have not. You have not been watching. Well, I've seen a few events. Uh, I guess it doesn't. It's not snowing there or anything. Uh. No, not really. They just like set up. They made mountains. Yeah, right. And right. they, but all the snow is fake. I'm not sure. All, winter Olympics. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Isn't yeah. that interesting? 
That's pretty cool. Yeah. They could have them in uh, the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, they should. Anyway, so I don't know. The Chinese Olympics are kind of fake. That's what I guess what I'm <laughs> trying to say. But uh, you can't say that. Yeah. You know, because almost, you know, 2.5 million of our viewers, listeners, are the Chinese. We have two guys right here, two Chinese oh, guys yeah. that are doing the podcast as we do it in Chinese. Yeah, we we get it translated immediately. Yeah. And they're great. Yeah, and they're they're huge stars. There we go there. They don't know who we are, but these two guys are like huge like new uh, movie stars. There. Yeah, they can't they can't go anywhere over there. Yeah, they don't know what even we look like. They just assume that the original podcast is these two guys. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, shouldn't say anything bad about China because they are in charge. <laughs> they are right. in charge. And you know how I know this? Because I like uh, John Cena. Did you see how John Cena had to apologize for something he said? He like apologized to the country and to the president and everything of China. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, this is the. I, I would have. I should probably get more facts before I talk about. This. <laughs> Well, right. I know that uh, a lot of people have just had to like LeBron James did it too. Didn't he? Right. Like, oh yeah, we didn't mean anything. Yeah, we didn't, but that's how you know they're in charge because like our our main uh, warriors, our toughest warriors of our whole country, are just apologizing. John, oh, John John Cena, <laughs> John Cena, yeah. and uh, LeBron. LeBron James. Yeah, our those are our heroes. Those are like our. Like movie star, those are our movie star <laughs> heroes, and they're just like, "I'm sorry, Chad, I didn't mean it." That's as you know, they're in charge. I, we're doing uh, that, right? I think it's They've interesting it. too because it's they're in charge because of capitalism, right? Because we need our money to be, or we need them to spend money on our things. Yeah, over there. Yeah. But they're a communist country. No, it's a, yeah, I don't know. I, maybe we shouldn't get too deep into this on this podcast. See, no, I think we're really off. solving some things <laughs> here. Podcast. <laughs> Have you? Were you about to solve it? No, no, oh, no. I thought you were about to solve it. Go no. ahead. Uh, yeah, it is funny. Um, and Disney had to apologize yeah. for something too, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, the Winnie the Pooh thing. They can't show Winnie the Pooh over there because it's sorry. making fun of. The president. I, or so something. it's like we're walking around holding China's pocket, walking <laughs> behind them, <laughs> holding their back pocket. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, World okay. events. That was a one star take. And now I just had one other. This was another news item. It's about the you know the guy that uh, the head of the anti vaxxers is uh, talking about now. He's saying you drink your own urine. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I, he I says, heard that. Yeah he says uh, he says go ahead. And drink your own urine, he says. I love that. I love and, how. <laughs> yeah, and, but but I agree. Do it. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna oh, get yeah, behind yeah, this. Yeah, I yeah. say if you're an anti-vaxer, you should definitely drink as much of your urine yeah. as possible. Carry it around with you. Don't ever use a toilet, even if you don't want. If you're not thirsty, save it in a jar and then go and drink it later. Oh yeah, you know? you, you should uh, you know top off bottles as much as you can and throw them in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, so you just have them to go. Yeah, drink it with the, your dinner. Um, I would suggest putting it in a soda stream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, this I disagree with these anti-vaxxer people quite a bit. No, this guy yeah. seems like but he's this talk- guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So all people who are anti-vaxxers start drinking your own urine now, and don't stop until we tell you to stop. Yeah, you know. 
And I would even go like maybe inject some of your urine. <laughs> sure, inject it. I'll go ahead and drink other people's urine. Yeah. The doctors haven't said that that, that helps, but they haven't said that it doesn't. Another good thing I've heard is because we always pee out of our pee holes. You pee out. Yeah. I pee uh, out. Yeah. But if you fill a large syringe and then just shoot that pee back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your pee uh, hole. That could be good yeah. for you too. That could work. Yeah. That could work. So it doesn't hurt. No, no. So keep doing it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's my, another one of my one star takes. Chug a lug. Yeah. Chug it. Save it, chug it, drink your yeah. friend's urine, drink anybody's urine you can get your hands on. Gargle that piss. <laughs> You'll get cured. I want to see all of you out there gargling piss in the streets when yeah. I get out of here. Yep. I want to see you foaming. <laughs> Let's do it. Everybody. Okay. All right. Sorry. Yeah, we can't let this, we can't let this virus win. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Doug, did you have our sponsor for this week? We had a new sponsor. Oh, yeah. Uh, have you ever thought of how relaxing it would be to pack up nearly every comfort of your own home into a few large bins, cram it into your vehicle, yeah. drive two to seven hours, mm. unpack all that stuff in the dark, and then try to set up a tent while children are screaming at you? Then you sleep on the ground in the middle of the forest around a bunch of other people doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It's a totally crowded forest. Yeah. Yeah, a crowded well, forest. Well, yes. if this recreational homelessness sounds like something <laughs> you'd enjoy, try camping. <laughs> camping is the surefire way to never want to go camping again. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a lot going camping. <laughs> a lot of planning, a lot of putting, yeah, just taking your entire house and it's putting right. it in a car. You're right, camping. And then recreating <laughs> like a little kitchen. Yeah, yeah. outside with dirty like, kitchen. Where everything's like dirty. Burners and pots and pans yeah. that you can't clean yeah. after one use. Yeah. You're just hoping to burn the dirt off of the food. Yeah. And then like you have to bring a, you know, 15 gallons of water with you. Yep. It's, it's, yeah. Or uh, your own piss. It's real relaxing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you could always bring your own piss if you, if you do not want to get the vaccine. Yeah, you could uh, clean your pots and pans with piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sterile. <laughs> that's right it's a sterile cleaning agent along with being extremely healthy to ingest that is what people say right that it's sterile it doesn't seem yeah. i i don't know if that passes the i don't know i'm not 100 percent like, sure that i uh yeah. like in a in a show where someone gets injured in the woods and then like you you yeah, pee on pe a you pee on a knife to like yeah. uh cauterize the yeah, wound you gotta start oh, pissing wait. on each other right away if you're lost in the woods <laughs> <laughs> oh my god where are we i don't know pee on me it's a it's a, it's a wolverine bite piss on it <laughs> quick yeah it's jellyfish right is the only thing that you hear yeah, i think that's the only one you're supposed to piss on <laughs> scientists say you're supposed right. to piss on it all right so go camping, everyone. Yeah. It's a real waste of energy. And, You're uh, supposed to, it's supposed to recharge your batteries, they say, but uh, <laughs> I disagree. This, uh, this is kind of a, a similar area here, but I, did I tell you that I, I went and signed us our first influencer? Mm-mm. Yeah, I got a, like a, this hot young influencer. 
they're gonna start like kind of like supporting our show and wearing the gear oh, around yeah. and like posting about it and stuff. How many followers? Yeah, uh, lots and lots. But they're about to spin off their own page. It's Romy. She's two. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she's in a lot of pictures. Yeah. On Stephanie, when Stephanie posts pictures, they get a lot of likes. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I'm, here's what I'm thinking. I got some Toss Wasage hats. Oh, yeah. Some Toss Wasage, Wasage shirts. Sure. Right? And so I just make sure she's always wearing those for pictures. I follow Stephanie around, and if she's about to take a picture of Romy and they're like getting ready to smile, I go, oh, wait a second, freeze, uh, hold the action. And then I run in there and I put all the Toss Wasage stuff on it. That's a good idea. Get out of there. And so we should start appealing to the audience of people who would like yeah, that kind like of stuff. Like the pictures of Romy. Right, right, right. So those like mainly grandmas. So next, next episode. Yeah. Next episode. Because yeah. well, we just talked about piss for 30 minutes. <laughs> so next episode yeah. we'll, we'll cover, yeah, what the grandma's <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. We'll save it. Save that. The totally twi- changing up the direction of the show to serve it, serve the grandmas. What do what do grandmas like? Like macrame? They like uh, they like uh, baking feeding things? people. They like doting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeding people. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I All right. Know people I are well we, fed. I think we could cover this. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, we'll check out the numbers too next week. We'll do the oh, numbers yeah, next yeah. week too. We'll do the numbers and see how much the audience has changed based on this new influence. Well, we've always done very well from the 54 to 99. True. That's true. Um, demo. So we got to get the younger ones and I'm, we're starting with two year olds soon. All the other two year olds will see the pictures, right? Because they'll show the moms show the pictures. So we'll get all the two year olds everywhere. Mm -hmm. We'll be like, what's this show? What's this top Uh, set? And they'll grow up with it. That's what you want. You want the audience to grow up with you. What? And so we get them at age two and take them to a hundred. So you know? we should start reviewing. What's that? Uh, what's that kids show you always see on Netflix in the top ten? Bluey, <laughs> maybe. <I don't> know. <laughs> oh, uh, Coco Melon. Coco Melon. Yeah, Coco yeah. Melon. that's a two-year-old show. Coco yeah. Melon. Yeah, yeah. I tried to. Cocoa I tried to get a writing gig on Jesus, Coco though, Melon. You know, the Coco Melon though must like. Have you ever seen the YouTube numbers on like a Coco Melon? No. Oh, it's like it, if you go onto any of those things, it'll you'll like look at the number and it'll be like. 80 million. Yeah, and then views. and then after you watch one episode it shows you loose change that uh <laughs> video about the twin towers being an inside job. Yeah, their algorithm is a bit off, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, when we worked on clip shows, you know, we would be searching for clips mm-hmm. all the time and that yeah. really screws up your algorithm for a long time. Yeah, well, I bet it does, man. Cuz I kept I bet it does. I kept forever like trying to get you guys to put it a video of someone showering in their I jeans. Was, yeah, I remember that. And there's so many videos on YouTube of people showering in their jeans. That's a weird fetish? I guess. <laughs> and now it's all coming to you. Yeah. Is it working? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I shower with my jeans on now. <laughs> you found a community at least, Doug. You finally found your community, your people. That's right. Reddit is the place to go to find your people and the jean shower people are my people. <laughs> Yeah, join me in the Gene Shower subreddit. <laughs> Guys, I'm the moderator. Um, uh, okay, so should we get back into it? Hell is yeah, that enough dog. rambling? Oh, yeah. Okay, all right, let's get back into it. This uh, is a, this a segment called The Show Our Dads Are Watching. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, we've done this before. We did it with a, it's a very popular segment. 
Um, we're bringing it back. A lot of you have been asking us to bring it back. Yep. You know, last time we did Outlander, which mm-hmm. is a uh, time traveling sex tourism show. Sure. Right. Yeah. And uh, this time, and then I think we did Bosch. One time, the dads were loving that for a little. Oh bit. yeah, yeah. They eat up the Bosch. But right now, you know what the dads are into? No. What? Reacher. Oh yeah, yeah, Reacher on Amazon Prime. Yep, it's a guy uh, from author Lee Child, beloved by dads of all ages. You know who would love Reacher? Huh? Tim the Toolman Taylor. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh man! If you're a dad, you are into Reacher. That's right. You have no choice. No. You have to. You see it right up there. Even all the, all the other dads are watching it. All the other dads are talking about it. Even if you're like a kid who accidentally gets a girl pregnant at, mm-hmm. at twelve or thirteen, yeah, you're gonna like. You're gonna be immediately into Reacher. Yeah, you're gonna like Reacher as soon as the pregnancy test shows that the girl is pregnant. Yeah, you're like looking for the Roku remote. Yeah, you go so in you for the on. for the ultrasound. You know. Yeah. Uh, with your uh, pregnant girlfriend. Yeah. And after the ultrasound, they hand you a bunch of pamphlets, and one is for Reacher. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. Then I see him going back for the follow-up appointment, and they're looking at the ultrasound. They've got the vision of the baby in there, but this guy's just watching Reacher on his phone instead of looking <laughs> at the ultrasound results. <laughs> yeah, and then watching the, the next episode of Reacher. And then uh, just as soon as the baby's born, he just kicks the baby's <laughs> ass because he's been watching too much Reacher. <laughs> Uh, you have some uh, Reacher reviews. I, I, I got to say, I am a dad, and I watch Reacher. <laughs> I saw them all. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm not. I may be, and so I watched it, too. You may be a dad. <laughs> you just am not sure. Maybe this is how you know that you've not, got a kid out there somewhere. Not that I know of. <laughs> That's This is how you'd know. <laughs> no, I've been a fan of reacher for a long time you read the um, books right i've yeah. read several you of listen, the books you listen to a lot of the sex scenes i listen to yeah on the audiobooks i listen to the abridged versions of just <laughs> the sex scenes that would be good uh that would be a great project for me to undertake hopefully there will be another pandemic uh, and I, I have time to do that <laughs> what's the guy's name that does the, the oh dick, Jim, dick dick hill, hill. Dick he's hill. one of the greatest uh audio narrators we got in this. when it comes to sex scenes when it comes yeah written by authors who uh specialize he, in military ass kicking he just has one of the deepest be- most beautiful baritone voices yeah. and then he switches over to do the lady <laughs> having an orgasm which is interesting yeah, you should just play a little snippet of that right here <laughs> for us she nodded <laughs> Lots of time at Fort Benny. <laughs> and you were all business. Didn't Shoemaker tell you I'm tougher than I look? Uh, okay, so I looked up some one-star reviews of the first book, The Killing Floor by Lee Child, which is what the new Amazon series is based okay. on. Okay. Right. And I think we should say there will be Reacher spoilers. Perhaps here, and you're you're reviewing not the show we were talking about, but the book that the book made the show possible. Yeah, the first book that the show is based on. Okay, okay. And here is a review from Kinzamore, who rated it one star on Goodreads, and 
I don't know if that's a man or a woman, but they said, okay. let me sum up the plot of Killing Floor for you. Yeah. Jack Reacher goes looking for clues. Jack Reacher meets hot girl, has sex. Jack Reacher goes looking for more clues. Jack Reacher runs into bad guys, promptly kicks their butts. Jack Reacher swings by hot girl's house, has sex. Jack Reacher goes looking for more clues. Jack Reacher runs into bad guys, kicks their butt. Jack Reacher swings by hot girl's house, has sex. Jack Reacher goes looking for more clues. Jack Reacher runs into bad guys. Jack Reacher swings by hot girl's house, has sex. <laughs> Jack Reacher swings by hot girl's house, has more sex. Jack Reacher goes looking for more clues, etc., etc. Think that was repetitive? Try reading 500 pages of it. <laughs> Yeah. I got through all 500. Hated I, every page of it. <laughs> yeah. I love these people that finish the books. They're, That's more than one book, isn't it? That one book is 500 pages? Or yeah. They a, read a bunch of books. Well, it depends on what printing of the book oh, you're you got. Oh, you very large print. Well, <laughs> I, I yeah, I think it's 400-something pages. Wow, you, no, that's a long one. I mean, you, the other ones aren't. They're kind of little, like, uh, not no, little. They're, they're air, airplane books, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They're not like 500 this. 500 pages. Right. Fyodor Dostoyevsky. How many times have you read, read read that one? Oh man, well, I keep right when after you start over. Again, I started, right? I realized Jack Reacher isn't in this book, <laughs> Crime and Punishment. So I put it down. Uh, but I, uh, there there's I will say this. Based on that review. Yeah. Uh, the do not watch detective shows if you're not into people looking for clues. Yeah, and having sex. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the things that are going wrong. Also, like every James Bond movie. Yeah, and the the sex thing. There's not nearly as much sex in the TV show. Yeah, I think they only hook up like one time. They don't hook up every other episode. Like this would make you think would believe. Yeah, it. I think there are two <laughs> sex scenes. Yeah, in this one. Um, this you listen to this one or read or read one it? in the shower. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go on. And one, yeah, back at her house. All right, we're going to ping pong back and forth here. And what else you got? So what's your Reacher review of the TV show? Here's my Reacher review of the TV show. I actually have a couple interesting ones. But, like, a lot of these people are really fucking loving it. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, this person says, this is David Aronofsky. Gives it five stars. Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, Darren Aronofsky. Uh, this is probably a four rather than a five-star series because of some plot holes, excess body count, <laughs> yeah and redundant scenes uh, to me that's what i like is the excess body count yeah i like so when he part of the show. Uh, just like dents people's heads in <laughs> yeah. with his forearm yeah, they like to show they'll almost they'll show you kind yeah. of the body the dead body hit the ground they show like him breaking bones yeah they like style they like the compound fractures yeah they show a lot of those yeah yeah so this guy didn't like that part but he still liked the show mm-hmm. he says uh <laughs> The action is well-paced, and there are some excellent story surprises. My main criticism is the use of Venezuela as the villain country, because knowing what I know, there is no likelihood Venezuela today could mastermind any U.S. crimes, even though the Reacher book seems to think otherwise. Oh, well, the, the Reacher book was written like in the late 90s, I think. Yeah, but this guy says that he doesn't think that Venezuela is capable of pulling this off. Okay. <laughs> He's weird, made-up villain characters in the Reacher series. He doesn't think they're... Yeah, that's the big plot hole. Okay. 
Uh, anyway, kick back, enjoy the ride, and find yourself some good southern cook food to match the tasty rural Georgian cuisine on the screen. <laughs> takes it up a notch at the end of that. It's pretty funny. Uh, here's a <laughs> here's another one star review right. from Edward Lorne okay. about the book. All right, and he says, third time is not the charm." Third time reading the book. Well, kind of. <laughs> right. I tried reading the e-book twice and put it down. So he put his e-reader down, just yeah, to be right. clear. Right. He'd also, he, so ah! let's also be clear that he wasn't enjoying the book. Yeah. So he stopped reading it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And put it down both times because I didn't like the writing. Figure I'd try the audiobook because some styles work better in audio. Oh, ah, well, could be true. Yeah, right? Like me, yeah, I yeah. enjoy the audiobook. Yeah. That was not the case here. Oh. Jack Reacher, starring our Lord and Savior Tom Cruise, is the only Cruise movie in which I can stomach Cruise. What? With the sequel coming, <laughs> he thinks I w- that's the best Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> yeah. Reacher. <laughs> I I mean I really enjoyed the that the first one that uh, Werner Herzog plays the villain in. But he says, with the sequel coming, I wanted to give this another go, which the movie, those movies weren't based on this specific book, but okay. okay. Uh, my bad. Guess I'll be sticking with the films. In sure. summation, Child might be a fellow pantser, but it doesn't show in his writing. What does that mean? I don't know. I'll look it up on the Urban Dictionary. In, yeah. Child might be a fellow pantser. <laughs> like he likes to pull people's <laughs> pants down. That's all I know about pantsing. Here we go. Here's the. Here's what the Urban Dictionary says. So yeah. You know it's going to be sexual. Yeah. <laughs> the first ten results are always sexual. <laughs> Pantser. Let's see. Pantser is someone of either gender who is a major slut. So much so that their activities can be summed up as pants on, pants off, pants on the pa- pantser. Okay. Yeah. So he might be a fellow pantser, yeah. but it doesn't <laughs> show in his writing. This thing reads like the worst kind of formulaic thriller, DNF, that Stanford did not finish. Okay. Final Judgment suffers from a rare case of the movie was better. You know, also another thing I'll say that doesn't work as well is watching the movie and then going back and trying to read the book. Yeah. The other way around usually works. You read the book, you picture it, you want to see how they picture it, you want to see it on the screen. Right, right, right. right. But the other way doesn't work. Have you ever seen a movie and then be like, I got to go read the book about that movie? No, because on a book, it's worse when things you already know what's going to yeah, happen. I know. In a movie, you could tolerate it if you've read the book, but the other way around is not fun at in all. Reading, that's when reading starts to feel like it's a little bit of work, you know, because yeah. in school, you were just so used to like any reading was fucking terrible. <laughs> I know. They ever told you to read anything? Ah, fuck! So then you got to switch your mind. Out of, but reading's fun. <laughs> yeah, I still yeah. sometimes think of reading as homework. Yeah, I, I enjoy it when I'm doing it, but then when I'm not doing it, I'm like, I don't want to fucking read that. Yeah, <laughs> I really have to get reading momentum. You know. Yeah. All right. What else? What else you got? Let's see here. This I new got. app I got. Mm-hmm. It's called Memo. It's the Memo M E M M O app. And it's like a um, a knockoff of uh, Cameo. Brought to you by Memo. You know Cameo? Oh, yeah, where, where, you, uh, where famous people say happy birthday to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, this is like a uh, second-rate <laughs> Cameo. Oh. And I was wondering, which of these people would you like to endorse our podcast? And is it worth the amount they're charging? Okay. Okay? You ready? 
Ready. First, first option. Um, the guy that played the soup Nazi on one episode of Seinfeld. Oh, that's pretty good. Larry yeah. Thomas. Sure. $150. Ooh. Would you pay it? No. Yeah, I think that's a little high. I'm with you. Okay, how about this one? John Cassier, a.k.a. the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt. I think he did the yeah. voice or he was under the makeup or he was the host. Which it one? would have been a voice. I believe it was a puppet. So he right? did the voice of the puppet. Well, I would want the puppet. Involved. Do you think he owns the puppet? Or do you it, think it's maybe. just him doing a voice? Like a, if it's just him doing a voice, I wouldn't be willing to pay much of anything. $75. No. This one I think you're going to say yes to. Okay. All right. Dikembe Mutombo. Uh-huh. <laughs> $155. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. To, ju- to, to do an endorsement of the show. Do not listen to this podcast <laughs> yeah. while waving his yeah. finger. Yeah. Is that your top choice right what, now? Whatever you do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I Top think he'd choice. be a good ambassador for the show. Sure. Worldwide ambassador. I think he's one of those, he speaks like eight languages or something. He does really well in his uh, commercials. I, I think. think so too. Yeah. He's I know got some good comedic timing. Do not Look like it. Look at that it. picture of him. He's looking great. He is looking great. Mount Matumbo. Yeah. This is the one that I think you would, you, I, you, I think also think you'd like this one. $33. $99 for Chris Sarandon. From the Princess Bride? Chris Sarandon. And also Child's Play? Yeah, what do you think? Um, Chris Sarandon. No. No, okay, See, that's a no. Here's, Chris Sarandon. I would accept some of these if they were in character as their most famous character. Like if they had the wardrobe and everything. Yeah, you know, he, may, he might do it yeah. for that much money. Get him to dress up as your favorite character, your favorite Chris Sarandon character. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you say is your favorite Chris Sarandon character? Oh man, that's a that's a boy. That, there's so many to choose from, you know. Is he Prince Humperdinck? Yeah, he is. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's a good role. That is a good role. It's a good role. Here's yeah. uh, here's one more. Okay. Okay. This will cost you thirty nine dollars and eighty one cents. That's a weird specific price. amount. I must but, be tied into like something. Yeah, but forty bucks. Let's say you got two twenties. All right. <laughs> okay. Are you going to for a podcast? Uh, get an Ed Sheeran lookalike. <laughs> That's amazing, though. Not like, a sound alike. It's p- pretty clear. Not a sound alike. Just a lookalike of Ed Sheeran. Sort of, because I, I like the idea of He will somebody, not pretend to be Ed Sheeran, he says. I no, like, I'm just kidding. I like the idea that somebody can make a living by looking like somebody. Like, I wish I yeah. looked enough like somebody. I, yeah, I hear you. I, I think I would, I would kind of go for this one because I think it would be pretty interesting to have a, an Ed Sheeran lookalike just come on the podcast yeah, <laughs> and endorse this show. Hey. I'm uh, Jake, Jake, uh, Jake Dillon. I'm an Ed Sheeran lookalike, and I love Toss Passage. That should... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be good. That should be a whole different app, though, is how much these people would charge to be a podcast guest. Oh, yeah. How much because there's so pay. many yeah. podcasts. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, what would you pay for, like, 30 minutes of your Exposure. time? Exposure. Right? It's just exposure. <laughs> you're saying we should charge people to come on the podcast, is what you're saying. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we should do that. 
Yeah, no, you read it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a new fad diet or workout? <laughs> Come on, Tospasad. Yeah, pay us two hundred yeah, bucks. Two hundred bucks per episode. We'll let you spout off about, off about whatever shit. Yeah. you want to talk about. We'll get you prepared for the one star reviews you might receive. <laughs> I like this. Finally, we're monetizing this podcast. Yeah, I'm figure out how to do that. So, I, I what do you think? Do Kemi Matumbo or? Look-alike Ed Sheeran? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I got a gift card from my folks for Christmas. I think those two would l- work really well together. Oh, to team them up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ed Sheeran and a little baby Bjorn on yeah. Matumbo. He's probably got back problems at his age. It's not. Let me make this that. clear, though. It's not a Dikembe Matumbo look-alike. It's the real Dikembe Matumbo and the right. fake Ed Sheeran. Right, right. Who are going to be fast friends. I think the opposite would be good, too, <laughs> if we could get the real Ed Sheeran and a fake Dikembe. The chemistry would be undeniable either way. <laughs> I have worked with a, a fake Pau Gasol before, so. <laughs> I wonder how much have, he charges. I have experience. I don't know. Are you talking about Steve, Steven or a, a different fake No, a, di- a different fake You know Pau two Gasol. people that look just like Pau Gasol? <laughs> Yeah, one is like actually closer to the Pau Gasol height. I see. Too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it depends on what you know, how big the basketball is you're holding. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Size is relative in the sack and in Pau Gasol impersonators. All right, we did it, Kip. Yeah, I think we're near the end of the podcast. Uh, rolling downhill to the finish line, and somebody cut our brakes. That's right. With the fast food industry. Uh, Shows careening wildly out of control, <laughs> looking for one of those runaway truck ramps. Rec- uh, go ahead and just know that when you talk to your friends um, about our podcast, you can recommend it with no doubt. <laughs> All right. So just continue to do that. Tell everyone you know to listen to Toss Passage and donate one dollar a month to our Patreon <laughs> that will get set up. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, and uh, leave us a review. Go find a re- place to review stuff. Yeah, go to toss with or email us tosswithsage at gmail dot com. Write our you review directly to us, and make sure. But just make sure if you like it or hate it, you gotta rate it one star. We're looking for a perfect one star rating across the board, all the different review sites, Yelp, everything. Perfect one star. So thank you to the one star me. For making this uh, dream a possibility. Doug? Um, and remember, it's the show you love to hate and hate to love. And there's lots of podcasts out there. So if you don't like this one, then go ahead and have it listen to another one. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. What did you want to give him a teaser for next episode? Oh, yeah. Come back next episode, grandmas. We're going to yeah. uh, really focus in on what you like. Uh, we won't mention piss. Nope. I've got some stuff. I got a romance novel I'll talk to you about next oh, time. Yeah. Um, that is coincidentally is going to be turned into a major motion picture mm-hmm. by Doug and I. Yeah. And TriStar Pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, one with the Pegasus that flies at the screen. Yeah. So that's all next episode on Tospoisage. Good day. I guess if they're behind, they could just roll right into it, too. And it's like now, when you were watching Lost and you... For the rest of the story. <laughs> Does anyone know who Paul Harvey yeah. is? Paul Harvey? Good day.
<laughs> you know, though a lot of most people listen to these right when they come out. You know, mm-hmm. and then they listen to it, and then they have to wait like a whole week or eight years. And in, in the case of this last episode, yeah, right. But if you had just not listened to, some people are still saving them up. We sure. talked about this before because they want to be able to watch, listen one after the other right. without having to go through the withdrawal. So they're going to wait until we tell them that it's over. I would say almost one hundred percent of people have been saving them Stockpiling up, stockpiling them so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just start now, guys. You can. You'll never catch up. Yeah. Ear art.